Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will drive Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I was on Us Weekly this morning, and every single story was about the Queen's funeral. The Queen's doing this, the Queen's doing that. Sandra O's oh here. The Queen, the Queen, the Queen. Dead, dead, dead. Funeral, funeral. Cast a casket. Megan Harry. Da- I just said it to our group <laughs> chat, but did you see the, the page six Roto article that was like, a spider spotted on the, on the casket? I didn't see that. Wait, no. The article's so good. The article's like, the spider likely crawled on from, like, the, the flowers. Like, the flowers involved this flower, this flower, and this flower. A prince, whatever, King Charles, like, arranged the flowers himself. Spider spotted on top of Queen Elizabeth II's casket during funeral. The spider, no doubt, came from a royal garden. They captioned one of the photos. <laughs> a stowaway spider made an appearance atop Queen Elizabeth II's casket during the late monarch's funeral on Monday. The lead is, one lucky spider got prime viewing spot. Okay, so the Queen's death has made every media outlet completely insane. And I was scrolling through us and I was looking for something, some sort of breaking news to begin the show with. And it's all the Queen's funeral. It's all the Queen's funeral. But in the most recent 23 stories about the Queen's funeral, there are two like breaks (laughs) where it's like, oh, we got to get back to business. And the first one is Stars Are Just Like Us, and it's Nick Vile getting coffee. And then the second one is Jordan Wood's Sheehan collaboration. And I was no. like, okay, this is very normal. Yeah, she has a Sheehan collaboration because she's turning Nick, 25. Nick Vile getting coffee and Jordan Wood's having a Sheehan collab is like the two opposite stories of the Queen's funeral. <laughs> I agree. The least royal, most boring, most stupid people we've never heard of, you know? He's holding two coffees, so, like, who is the second coffee going to, Nick Vile? We don't know. Well, also, stars are just like us. That's the lead image, and the stars are just like us. Like, Mm -hmm. you just knew that was Nick Vile getting coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Rita's in there, but we're going to get to it later. She's in Stars Are Just Like Us. I haven't seen her there in a long time. I wonder what she's doing that's relatable. Well, we'll get there in about, you know, 45 minutes, an hour. All right. (laughs) Um, Jordan Woods, again, starting a Shein collaboration, quote, I want people to feel confident. I'm learning how to create healthy boundaries, the second nature founder said. What's second nature? It's like an athleisure brand she founded before the pandemic and then during the pandemic. It, like, second nature. Just, oh, it like oh, went away. Wait, second nature. Wait. When you click on it, uh, Google Docs is like, do you mean second nature? And it's like, <laughs> I don't even think she meant second nature or second nature. <laughs> she... It's second nature, but all one word with no um, vowels except for the E's. No, but and there's U's and there's eventually an E. It's oh, like, so what is it only... missing? The O's. An O and, and an the A. a. <laughs> it's missing. It's, the she's, o very, and... she's like, 
she's picking choose she's picking and choosing vowels until she gets to something that she can trademark. Second I think that's turn. I think that was the um It's the so strategy mean there. to make a word that is like really this hard to pronounce like that is so I'm sure you just say second nature, you know. Second nature. Yeah. Second but nature. like the last time this athleisure brand was updated on Instagram, I believe was like the fall of twenty twenty. And it was like a big sale and then we're having a big sale and then so they never went out again. of business. Never heard from them well, it again, makes I sense so. if you're if you go from having your own line to a collaboration with Shein, it seems like things went a little south. <laughs> Do you know but mean? now they're going back north. I think Shein means you're going well, a little going, back north. They're going back they're going east or west, depending on which way China is for you. You know what I mean? Like no, which, they're they're going they're a being direction. outsourced. Yeah. They're going a direction. Actual who news. Congratulations, Trish, to the reincarnation of Queen Elizabeth II, a.k.a. a little girl named Malibu Barbie Paytas Hawkman. Hey, guys. What is up? So today I am going to be doing those what I spent in a day, but it's what I spent in a day as nine months pregnant. I'm like 38 weeks now, so um, we have a doctor's appointment. We have to get some just last minute stuff or just extra stuff for baby as like literally now it's like any day because 40 weeks is 40 weeks but you can have two weeks before which we're at so this is uh what i spend in a day nine months pregnant awaiting my first babies i was editing the pop we, we can talk more about this but i was editing the podcast at a coffee shop on thursday afternoon sure and i was sitting there last week's episode last week and I was sitting there and I took off my headphones and I heard the voices behind me laughing. And one of them said something like, Trisha had her baby? And <laughs> they they were like very Gen Z. They were very like 19, like college students. Sure. And they were sitting there and one of them goes, Trisha had her baby and started laughing. And they were looking at a phone together and I kind of turned and I didn't, my mind didn't go straight to Trisha Paytas. And then one of them goes, she named it Malibu Barbie. And I was like, oh, that must be Paytas. <laughs> That's got to be like, Paytas. There's an amazing array of reaction to this, which is like, who is Trisha Paytas? And like, mm -hmm. or like, oh, that's an amazing name. Or like, oh, that's an awful name. I just like laughed because I know that Trisha loves pink and like Barbies and whatever. And it's just mm -hmm. so funny because then when you kind of break down the name, it's not the worst name. Like Malibu is kind of like an interesting, unique name for like I a like celebrity it. that could have done something a little bit even like even more deranged, you know? Yeah, I like it. Malibu Barbie. <laughs> What's funny about it is her husband's Israeli and it's like the least Jewish name of all time. Do you know what I mean? Malibu Barbie. <laughs> Hakman's there though. Hakman is there. But Hakman that's is his, there. That's Mal the last name that has to be there. Malibu Barbie. <laughs> So Trisha Paytas, again, if you forgot who she is, she is a YouTuber slash podcaster slash extremely rich woman who does personal projects that include just like making really expensive right, like music videos for herself. How do you explain her? You know how I explained her at, at this wedding that I was at when somebody was like, who is Trisha Paytas? I explained her as I did this. I did the video. How did it came? How did it come up? Did you bring her up first? Probably. No, may, I don't know. Like, some people knew who she was, some people didn't. And to explain who she was to the other people, I said, do you know that viral video meme where she's like, huh? What? Mm. Ow. Like, and they okay. did. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, they like, knew that I meme. Did the, I performed it, kind of, and they were like, oh, yeah, that. Her biggest moment. Her biggest moment. So she, in, in the lead up to uh -huh. this birth, 
Uh-uh. She did. <laughs> there it is. You got to pop it in. Uh-uh. She did a YouTube video that was packing her hospital bag. Like, pack my hospital bag with me. I mean, she's the content and, from this is just going to be like not like she. This is Trisha Paytas. The congratulations to her gave birth to a new content like opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's truly what. On one level, it's a baby. On a second level, it's a content opportunity. ASMR channel. I'm in the hospital about to give birth to my first baby. And this isn't a green screen. We are in a real life hospital. On a second level, it's monetized. Yeah, fully <laughs> it's monetized. Extremely monetized. Exactly. She must have so much money her only fan she has lots of sources of income yeah mm-hmm. for for a youtuber you know she's got a lot of channels do you think it's a tie into the movie what do you think like what do you think the movie makers think what do you think greta gerwig is thinking well greta gerwig's not thinking anything but the people over at wherever whoever the studio at there is like we can do something here put a pin in this put a pin in this i mean please. they should go back to her she's a content genius i'm just saying like a little problematic but you know she she has she the would, skills she would she would dress up better than the costumes she would have better costumes doing promo for the Greta Gerwig Barbie movie I know. than Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie has in the movie I mean she if does you literally so well search Trisha Paytas's Twitter for Malibu Barbie you will see like the history of her cosplaying as Barbie and it's like honestly flawless she's so good at her her own design and she wrote she had a blog on a blog spot it's a, a blog spot called trishlikefish.blogspot.com and at the top mm-hmm. she wrote I always wanted to be Malibu Barbie but God didn't create me that way so I turned into my own kind of Barbie, my favorite kind, a little Trish doll. <laughs> Me. She quoted herself. She quoted herself <laughs> quoting herself. <laughs> she is she's shameless in a way that um also is always appealing to us as Who Weekly hosts because it always creates good content. Shamelessness creates good content. She really is shameless. <laughs> Speaking of shamelessness, uh, here's some spawn. This is good, right? That's a good segue. Sure. Cheese It is doing spawn. Well, it's not really Spawn. They're doing special boxes um, to promote the fact that they are made with 100% real cheese. And so they have this campaign where it's like, we're 100% real cheese. So we're going to tie, we're going to collaborate really with reality this. stars who are 100% realness. I think this is a stretch. As a, oh, it's a, as huge a former stretch. advertising you know, school pers- graduate, what do you think about this as like in terms of an idea, like a concept? It's ex- it's convoluted. All right, your next box of uh, Cheez-Its may feature reality superstars RuPaul and Snooki. Take a look. I mean, it's kind of fabulous, right? Cheez-Its adding some stars to its packaging for a limited time. The company says they're doing this to celebrate 30 years of modern reality TV. You know, TV and a little snacky snack here. Yeah, very the, cheesy. Ah, uh, yeah. The box's official release is Monday. A limited number of boxes will drop every day until the 23rd. I love Cheez-Its. I understand. Like, the, reality the, collector, reality TV collector's Cheddition. Like edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you have a box with Snooki on the cover and a box with RuPaul on the cover. Maybe they will release other ones. We've well, that's what I was going to say to you. I think only two is is cop out. That's nothing. Yeah. You would need You're a gonna lot. Give me, you got to give me a whole slate. I got to have at least like 10 different, you know, collector's editions before I feel like this is a thing that's actually a thing. And the weird thing to me is it's like as much as I stand Snooki and RuPaul, they feel dated. They feel easy. They also feel expensive. But it feels like not much thought was put into. I understand that that's always a thing that you make. You're like, 
your dream list of the of the celebs you want to collaborate with, and it's either they can't, they don't want to, or they're too expensive. It's a weird. Give me list the of first people. winner of Survivor. Give me that naked na- guy, Richard Hatch. Give me, yeah. like, give me some real. Give me, I love New York. Give me Miss New York. Give me Christine give me, Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Give me some actual like niche legends. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't give me these. Snooki and RuPaul are like kind of them's. Actually, what's interesting about this is like they chose two people who are them's. When for reality TV, you kind of want the the iconic who's. And they kind of changed. And and for as iconic as Snooki is, I wouldn't call her like real. You know, like you want someone who's always going to speak the truth. And while Snooki did do that sometimes, you're right. It's more of a New York thing. It's more of a Christine Quinn thing. It's more of a Richard Hatch thing. That's why people hated him so much. Right. You know, back you want, to Survivors you that want, I actually like, watched. Real, right. You want the realness. You want mm-hmm. true. You want to angle this as reality stars who are totally real. Because the, the, the also concept is like reality stars are often fake. You know, right? Mm-hmm. So you want the ones that are real. What sucks is that it's just their faces on the box. It's not even like the cheese it is shaped like Snooky. You know, like it, the the cheese it should have a hair bump, right? Like RuPaul should have something on it. It should has RuPaul's big glasses on it. You know. Luckily, uh, Snooky zoomed in to an interview with our all time fave U.S. Weekly correspondent Christina Garibaldi, who does loves to do a spawn interview with something hiding in the background. As you remember, she the must printer. Spend eighteen hours of every single day interviewing celebrities on Zoom. <laughs> Salad it is like dressing. this. This person does so much work for us weekly give her a raise please i know the snook the snooky snooky put the boxes on a shelf behind her which is really funny and she did her interview and she basically was like i love these like my kids love them we love eating cheese it and now they have the perfect snack to go back to school with right i know that you have partnered with cheese it so tell me all about it yeah so just like in general my kids love cheese it like anytime they want like a snack before bed i'm like just grab a cup of cheese it and go upstairs like you're fine Mm -hmm. so the fact that their favorite snack and mine um that i paired up with and i'm on their box it's crazy so when so when i got the box i left it out um on the counter and i left one in my son's room because he loves cheese it and he's like, Mom, is that you in the box? Is that you? And I'm like, yeah, like how cool. Yeah, it's more believable than, than let's say, True Who, Eva Amari Martino's recent hostess snack cake spawn that she did on her Instagram. Um, and I was like, I don't believe that you give these to her children. I don't believe that you give these to your children. Excuse me. I've been reading the caption. It says, Ad, is that a cheese it box with my face on it? Sure is. Oh, like Jersey Shore. So yeah. proud to be one of the 100 real originals of reality TV. 50 limited boxes up for... Pre-sale? Just pre-sale. They're opening them up t- later today. Oh, I was like, we're only I making went, 50 boxes of this. This is the bleakest shit ever. It's like there's only I 50 boxes one. total. Yeah. You want a snooky But box. to answer your question, you know what this says to me now that I'm really thinking about it? They had a budget for talent, cheese it and they just wanted to meet it. You know, like these two are probably very expensive. And that sucks. It's They, it they sucks. worked backwards from the budget. They didn't you know actually expensive? choose people RuPaul. who You know who's not expensive? Anyone else from reality TV who is more interesting and and more yeah. niche. Right. Yeah. It's so funny that everyone, all of the famous people who are in this world, understand that this stuff is embarrassing and humiliating and whatever. But they also understand that it's like their livelihood. And when celebrities post Spawn on Instagram, I love that other celebrities react to it like extremely lovingly and positively like here we have hello ross ross matthews being like i have never been more jealous bravo to rupaul posting a photo of rupaul with the cheese it well that's kind of like your, you know like that's kind of your job so because when it's your time to get on the you know the merry-go-round of ad you want exactly. those people you want rupaul to comment like get it girl you know you want it 
you want that back like you give and you receive because also they know i think we all know like the engagement is important it's like you want the excitement you want the at replies that does kind of matter in terms of like yeah it is interesting ross is like like, i'm gonna it seems like this unwritten thing where it's like i'm gonna respond positively to your spawn and i'm gonna suspect i'm gonna expect you to respond positively to my spawn when it happens in the future you know as a brand with that real at the core of its product, it was important for Cheez Its to first of all also Cheez It. The whole debate about whether it's Cheez Its or Cheez It, Cheez It mm-hmm. brand cracker or Cheez Its brand, it's Cheez It. It's Cheez It. But cheese everyone it. says Cheez Its, you know, cheese like oh, no, hand me the Cheez Its. It. It's Cheez. It's you usually would say, hand me the Cheez It brand snack cracker. If I said, oh, you're at the grocery store, and I'm like, oh, Lindsay, can you get me a box of Cheez Its? That's wrong. I wouldn't say, get me a box of Cheez It. Which is correct. That's correct. You would cheese say, it. Me, but you would say, get me a Who? box of cheese it brand stack cracker, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's the correct. The ones that are 100% real cheese? <laughs> it was important for cheese it to, hire, to highlight stars who truly embody what it means to be real. Snooki and RuPaul have always and continue to give fans an authentic. See, now I'm mad because I feel like if they were like, Uh-oh. okay, RuPaul, the realness, it's a song. Yes, got to be real. If we're working with the word real, do like drag queen boxes, you know, do mm-hmm. like, do something a little bit more kind of like make sense. You could do more. And yeah. then you could do more. I'll tell you who doesn't cost a lot of money to get their face on a cheese it box. Drag queens. Not as much as Snooki and RuPaul. Like, one RuPaul could get you, Damn, like, those ten are other contestants. Items. And they're more fun. And guess what? They'll do better spawn content for you. There's no collection with two boxes. You, you, there's no there's no exciting collecting opportunities, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do like the kind of vintage kind of cover of a Wheaties box thing, though, with celebrities. I do... I do think we need to have more of that in culture because I kind of like the idea of that. The realness. The, the realness. We have a new Nepo baby, sort of. She's been around. She's getting a lot of attention right now because of Fashion Week. Again, it's Fashion Week, just like it's always Fashion Week. Aoki it's been Fashion Lee Week Simmons. for so long. Oh, my God. How is it still Aoki Fashion Week? Aoki Lee Simmons, the daughter of Kimora Lee Simmons, is 20 years old, and now she's a model. But she's also... And what's his face? And she's gay. No, she's a Harvard student. What? <laughs> <laughs> and she's gay. Um, no, it's actually, Kimora I don't know what Simmons and um, what's his face? Her, her, her ex. Russell yeah. Simmons. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Blech. Yeah. Well, we focus on Kimora. So okay. Kimora Lee Simmons has a daughter, Aoki Lee Simmons. She is doing a lot of modeling. She's modeled in the past, but she's um, notably featured in New York Fashion Week this year. Her whole thing seems to be like beauty and brains, which is really funny to me. It's like mm-hmm. in her concept of like what is missing from the modeling world and how she can get herself in there. Aside right. from being the daughter of Kimora Lee Simmons. Is that like she went to Harvard? So she's like, mm-hmm. I'm the Harvard model. She's still like, there. I... She's still like, there. I'm at Harvard and I'm also a model. And it's like, okay, babe, there are like other models with brains. I know that is it's a very dated thing to be working off of, you know? But it's still a good one. It's dated, but it's effective, I think. You think it works. She, well, it works simply because she gets some tons of press. But she has nepotism too, so why does she also need Harvard? You know, like, okay, now you have three things that about you that I need That's to That's why to. though. That's okay. what sets her apart from other nepotism. The Hadid sisters don't have Harvard. You know, like, yeah, she goes to Harvard. Kaya Gerber doesn't have Harvard. 
You know, like she needs the extra thing. Nepotism is easy. Nepotism modeling is easy, but not a nepotism model who's at Harvard. And also, while they're at Harvard modeling, they're also doing Pottery Barn Teen Spawn to show off how they decorated their well, dorm. That's, you know, like if you're like, at call, if you're at Harvard and you're not doing Pottery Barn Teen or Amazon whatever to like show off your dorm room, you are missing out. Hi, I'm Aoki, and I'm going to take you on a tour of my new Pottery Barn Teen dorm room. We're gonna start with the bed, because beds are important, sleeping is important. I have this great bed, super squishy, actually very big. I have a ton of layers, throw pillows, fluffy pillows. Everything is pink, gray, and white, my favorite colors, which is awesome. Above my bed, I have like really great photo holders to like remind me of like my family, poetry that I love, things that I love. You know, a dorm is all about somewhere you can come after school and feel. You're missing out on an entire revenue stream. I love this interview that she did people um well she's done no tons this of is Kamorali, right i love that this interview where she said um i love that she's trying to follow my footsteps but i also think it's a pain because if i had some of the some of what they have i maybe i wouldn't have been a model but i think it's just looking at different sides of the coin <laughs> she's like i really she's, she's like i can't believe she has to be a model i'm quoting kimura again she goes whereas she says as an aoki mom you should be proud it's like aspirational. This is what people want to do also. And I just feel like sometimes you don't want your kids to face hardships. I think that's what any mom would say, right? And it's like, I totally get that, Kimura. But she seems to be doing a good job. My favorite quote from Aoki Lee Simmons is from last month. She So now she has a popular TikTok, obviously. She's 20 years old. She's the child of famous people. Of course, she's on TikTok, right? But in a TikTok, she told this story about how her Harvard professors don't respect what her job is. And I'm like, good for you for saying that. Here's a quote. She says, the professors are picking and choosing what kinds of dreams are appropriate to chase. And the ones that are not appropriate to chase tend to be creative or feminine, modeling, dancing, acting, creative pursuits. But, but professors are fine giving you the Zoom link or being accommodating if you're working on a startup that's making no money and your family is paying for it because the startup is respectable. Ooh. So she's saying, I'm, I'm getting paid Drag modeling gigs at Drag New York Fashion Week. Exactly. And you're telling me that my aspirations are not valid. I do not get to work from like work remotely, get a Zoom link, etc. Right. Because I, I mean, don't have an internship. You don't need to go to Harvard to be a model, but also you don't need yes. to go to Harvard to have a, a bad startup that makes no money, you know? Exactly. Exactly. She's uh, she's speaking out, she's speaking up, and she's doing a lot of modeling. Also, a couple of years ago, she got into a minor feud with Lori Loughlin's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Take her out. She, I'll tell you who's not in college, her. <laughs> Take her out. <laughs> God, I already forgot what her name is. Olivia Jade. Olivia Jade. Olivia Jade. Olivia Jade. Quote, she can't row or anything like that. Unquote. Kimora Lee Simmons shades Lori Laughlin as she celebrates her daughter Aoki getting into Harvard at the age of 16 on merit. Oh, that was Kimora shading Lori. Great. Whatever. Parent versus parent. Love to see it. I love it. Fight. Take her down. Get her. Fight. I'm Get telling her. you, Kimura, Kimura and Aoki win. They win from every angle. Your family is the epitome of fabulous. Thank you. you. And what we've seen, I think, especially with your older girls, is that there's a real understanding of the word privilege. And especially Aoki, I love following her on TikTok. Aoki! Yes, shout out She's, to Aoki. She, shout out Aoki, She's my feisty one. Stop beating around the bush. I know that I benefit from nepotism in modeling and fashion hugely, right? My parents don't get my job. They don't believe in that, but I benefit from their name, their success, the privilege I've grown up with, like countless things, and I'm well aware of that. 
What are those conversations that you have with your kids about having so much privilege? I'm like any mom, I fuss at them. They're not doing enough. They could be doing more. Why don't you have a job? She reminds me, you know, I have many. She, you know, also is, is starting to model. So she's like, hey, I have a job. Um, or they'll tell me, mom, we're going to school. You told us as long as we went to school, got good grades, we were respectful. That was our job. And I said, okay, so these are all good points. Yes. Maitland Ward, speaking of feuds, what do you think about? Another feud that is pretty funny to me is that both of these women are like promoting, 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 like one is promoting a, a memoir. The other is promoting mm -hmm. a podcast about the show mm -hmm. that they both were on. I know you talked about the Boy Meets World cast a lot in your book. Yeah. Has anyone from the cast or crew or anyone reached out to you since? Yeah, Will Friedle has. He's been wonderful. Uh -huh. He's really sweet. He says he will never watch anything that I do. But... <laughs> but but he supports me in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I found it kind of interesting. With, well, I say in my book, and it's the absolute truth, Danielle does not like me. Why? I don't know. And I think it has to do with the sexier stuff. But this goes back to, like, Girl Meets World. Because she went to my wedding. We were great. Oh. And so, and nothing happened between And when was your wedding recent? No, 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 no. My wedding was in 2006. Oh. And then I saw her. I hadn't seen her for some years. And then we saw each other on the Girl Meets World set. Yeah. And I was, like, ready to hug her. And she's like, hi. Like, that's it. And I was like, whoa. And that was all she said to me the entire time I had been visiting sets and stuff. You know, because it was kind of like a reunion for everybody because I saw Will and Ryder and we were hugging and like. Yeah. So that was weird. I don't know. I really don't. And I, somebody reached out to her for comments on like, oh, do you hate Maitland? And she's like, because I had written her a note to before her own wedding because she didn't invite me to her wedding. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's a sordid tale. It really nothing that bad happened. But so that's why it was weird. But I said, I wrote her a note to say, hey, you know, um, congratulations, you're gonna be beautiful, everything, and she didn't respond to uh. it. Yeah, well, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Will kind of went a go-between between us. She says, I never got it, and then we found out like, oh. she had unfriended me before. Oh, <laughs> so you haven't spoken to her though since. I have only, mm, little messaging, that's it, but no. But the weird thing is, in when she said I didn't get the note or I didn't, she didn't say she didn't hate me. <laughs> she didn't take that back. And she's telling everyone, did you see Maitland Ward is doing anyone who'll say, I'll, can you give us an exclusive? She says yes. She's given an, in the last week or two, she's given exclusives to. Do you think that to, rated X, how porn liberated me from Hollywood will rank higher than your book on the book charts? Do you think? Uh, Yes. Who will rank yes. higher on the book charts? Um, Your book, which is out this week, or rated Today. X, how porn liberated me from Hollywood? Probably Maitland Ward. <laughs> I'm more interested in know. reading that than I am in Did reading Maitland mine again. Did Maitland Ward's book, Rated X, How Porn Liberated Me from Hollywood, make the Get Featured in People magazine, the print edition? Oh, yeah. The Old Place is Featured in People, the print magazine. It's one of the books to read. In People, me yeah. and People. And I don't think Maitland Ward's book, Rated X, How Porn Liberated Me from Hollywood, got that feature. Maitland Ward, Rated X. Is it? Does it have the same release date? Is it also September 20th? No, September 6th. It's two weeks ago. It's doing well. Yeah. Maitland Ward was on Boy Meets World, like the later edition, you know, when they were like in college. Yeah. Yeah. When they were in college. And she's she not was, part of the who, core four, you know. That was by that point. I was like, I don't want to watch this show anymore. And then she like did porn and like loves it and like has actually had a really successful career kind of like mixing the idea of being like this vintage um, hottie, you know, with a, a really successful porn career. Yeah, because, well, she I think part of her thesis is that like once she left. The irony that I think she's trying to communicate is that when she worked for a children's show, it was a terrible environment and there were like terrible people at the top who were controlling everyone and it like really sucked. 
but in porn, at least in what she's doing, she has a little bit more autonomy, a little bit more control. Of she's happier she than ever. And that's a really interesting, that's like a very interesting narrative. And that's what she's telling everyone about. She has given exclusives to Us Weekly. Page six, two fab, and the Daily Mail in the last week and a half. Great. I do love Good. Us Weekly wrote about it and they kept running out of things to call her, which is classic. Uh, they started with <laughs> former boy meets worlder. Uh, then they called her a bold and beautiful alum. I guess she was on that show. And then they called her the Arizona native. Then they called her the white chicks actress, which is really good. You actually think that I think that you live like this? You're just treating me differently because I'm a woman. It shows how much you know. What do you think, you're the first woman we've ever lived with? Mm. Besides your mother's, yes. Is that an accurate count, Jack? I stayed with Nana Boo Boo once. Now there's a woman. <laughs> I hate this. It's like I have to be my best behavior. It's like I'm living with my mother. Actually, do you have a picture of your mother? No reason. <laughs> you know what? It's really like running out of breath as you're going through the IMDb. If you have <laughs> enough credits, though, to like make it to the end and yeah. end up with white chicks, that's pretty impressive, you know? Because that's still like a big credit, I think. The thing is, I feel like I can like make some sort of inspirational Glennon Doyle whatever statement that's sort of like everyone has enough credits to make it through a day to make it to the end of a Daily Mail article. You know, like we all have enough descriptors. We all have enough identifiers. There's there are so many versions of you. There are infinite versions of you. Right. Isn't there something there? Can I Glennon in that into something? There's a reason why Glennon is Glennon near you. You know, I'm waiting. I know. Let's that's so true. That's so true. I'm excited for one of the like 40,000 celeb- celebrity memoir podcasts to read this so I can hear if it's good. Uh, what's the uh, Boy Meets World show? Girl it's like still world? doing it's doing well though the podcast the one that um oh the recap what's her podcast. name is on yes the recap yeah podcast. topanga and uh sean and uh one more of them i forget yep. which other and one. so three of them the reason that they are feuding oh, which Friedel. we have not explained the reason <laughs> they are feuding which we have not explained is yeah. because oh, pod why? meets world there it is it's the number 105 most popular podcast on apple right now so the reason they're yeah. feuding is because the funniest Maitland, thing is that Ben Savage isn't doing it because he's running for office. Like that's funny to me. That's the funniest thing for what thing about city this council? West West Hollywood City Council. Yes, we discussed this. Remember? Yeah, BenForWeho.com. Maitland told this story about how she went to visit the set of Girl Meets World. Yeah. And Danielle Fischel was there, and Danielle Fischel like gave her the cold shoulder. <gasps> And she Rude. goes, I was expecting bear hugs like I got from the guys. She means Ben Savage and Ryder Strong. And with Danielle, it was like, oh, hi. And so they were like, well, what do you think? Like, why do you think there's tension there? And she's like, I think because of my porn career. I think that's like what it is. Um, she says, oh, you were doing porn and you can't come on Girl Meets World. You can't be part of it. And I really wasn't. I was just doing sexy pictures on Instagram, like my cosplay stuff, and I was getting a lot of attention. So I can't speak for her, but I do think she's not a fan of what I do now. She doesn't have to watch it, but she's not supportive of anything that I do now. So she's like, I okay, can't speak I for her, but I will. Say, there's a stretch. Yeah, there's a little stretch in saying, unless Daniel Fischel was like, yeah, I think it's like. I don't like it. I don't approve it. And like, I don't, I think it's like, so, you know, kind of dirtying the image of this ch- children's mm-hmm. show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless she's actually said anything like that. It is kind of rude to put that on her. Like, maybe she doesn't like you because you're annoying. Like, I don't know. You There could be lots <laughs> yeah. of other reasons she doesn't like you, right? I mean, there's just, that's kind of unfair is what I'm trying to say, right? I, mean, I agree the- that it's unfair. I totally agree that it's unfair because Danielle Fischel has not said word one about Maitland Ward's porn career publicly. Right, that's However, what I'm However, I do believe Danielle Fischel is the type of person who'd yes. okay, turn fair. her nose at someone doing fair. this. Fair, You know? Right, because like, we're all like, we're all kind of stereotyping Danielle Fischel, Fischel which is not fair, truly. 
we're making her a Topanga. And I'm sorry, also, I think she's a Topanga. <laughs> Maitland Ward was invited to be on Girl Meets World has nothing to do with Danielle Fischel. It has everything to do with the the show itself. Disney mm-hmm. or whoever redid the show. Freeform, I forget. Whatever, I watched Freeform. it too. Was it Freeform? But it starred Sabrina Carpenter and um, Rowan Blanchard, two now mm-hmm. iconic who's. I'd say arguably thems, but just kidding, they're who's. <laughs> Who are you arguing with? I'm not arguing with anyone. Okay, okay, moving on. Everyone has enough credits to make it to the end of a Daily Mail article. We all have enough descriptors. We all have enough identifiers. There are so many versions of you. There are infinite versions of you. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. 
50 Cent is a them, but all 50 Cent does is behave like a who. That's that's his that's his bread and butter. He does spawn for his alcohol brand at the most at the hooiest place as possible. Remember when he did a tour of like a Midwestern grocery store chain? Like he wasn't going to New York, Chicago. He wasn't going to like cities where like the population centers of the coast. He was like, I'm going to middle America. I don't care. I just need to sell my alcohol. What brand. other like them celebrities give off this type of who energy? I guess it's the Kardashians kind oh, of give yeah. off this who energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like a little busy Phillips. If you think that she's a them gives off some who energy. I think that's close. I'm try- Chrissy it'll come Teigen to me. gives off who energy. Chrissy Teigen, that's there's the something one. about Chrissy kind Teigen. of like the accessibility yep. and almost the like meme, the easy memification of Fifty Cent being kind of this like shuckster. What do you call shuck shuckster? Like kind of almost an old timey like salesman selling like uh, tinctures from tinctures, a from like a, a cart. snake oil salesman. Kind of a huckster, yeah. a huckster, a huckster. How would I say shuckster? Like a corn. A person who sells small huckster. items either door to door or from a stall. Or a small store. So yeah, yeah. we're not talking about 50 Cent's alcohol brand, though. We are just talking mm-hmm. about the way that he gets... Oh, remember when he got involved with Russell Emmett? Like, Randall Emmett? Randall Wait, Emmett? Fofty, it's like... Fofty, pay up, Fofty. Fofty. He's, very, he's very rich, but that's so that's that could battle kind of the idea of him being a who. But there, what he chooses to do with his money and the pettiness is very, you know, is a little hooey. His thirst for any and all kinds of attention, I think, is the thing that makes him who he is. Like, he loves Also, he's press. always sliding into the comments on Shade Room. He's always getting involved in feuds. He's always doing stuff to stay. I mean, honestly, to stay relevant, which is very hooey. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? So now we've established that he is a them who, be- who behaves hooily. 50 Cent, I'm going to quote the Daily Mail, 50 Cent sues Florida med spa owner for allegedly using photo of him to promote business and implying he's a client who had a penile enhancement. That's this so is actually funny. an extremely funny lawsuit. This is really funny. So a a doctor's office used mm-hmm. a photo of somebody getting <laughs> a penis enhancement, which mm-hmm. God bless. They put an eggplant over the penis, but like, like in, you can't really in tell the what's caption, happening. it's like, okay, like here's something we offer. He's standing <laughs> next to one of the doctors, one of the plastic surgeons, like posing with her as if like, oh, I'm like, I've come here. I support this. So it really and I was going to say it really, really does imply that's him on the table getting his uh, eggplant altered. You know, it implies it, but it doesn't like I wonder what the legal grounds are. 50 is suing plastic surgeon Angela Kogan and her business, Perfection Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, claiming they keep circulating an old photo of them together, making it look like he needed to go under the knife to enhance his penis. According to the lawsuit obtained by TMZ, 50 Cent says he took the Pickwick Dr. Kogan back in February 2020, yikes, because he thought she was a fan. And he says ever since, Kogan and her companies have used the photo to pimp their products. Right. She has posted it many, many times. And the posts were like, thank you for 50 Cent for stopping by the number one med spa. Thank you to 50 Cent for stopping by the number one med spa. She posted it on both her personal account and her business account. Oh, so the photo wasn't side by side with the thing. That's just the way that they cut the image. Mm-hmm. That's what they cut it on the uh, shade room also. Okay, but she probably offers other services than penis enhancement. She does. And also they're mad at the Shade Room for posting it as well. But the Shade Room story about this is gone. They like, first they changed the photo of 50 Cent and Angela with the penis enhancement 
procedure happening to just a photo of Dr. Angela and the penis enhancement surgery happening. And now that entire story on the shade room is gone. This one about, it was a story that wasn't about this thing. It was a story where they interviewed Dr. Angela about these like okay, so listen, things that they're doing. I thought these photos were side by side, like on her account. She shouldn't be being sued oh, no, for this. She room. didn't do anything. There are plenty of people that stop by plastic surgeons offices that aren't getting every single procedure that they offer. She did get in the comments of Shade Room, and they people were like, "Did he like what he but what he book? What he do?" And she's like, "Wink, wink, kiss, kiss, hug, hug." On Angela's Instagram, it's just her and Fifty. On the Shade Room, it's a side by side, so it looks like the Shade Room was also contacted by Fifty's people, and they were like, "You have to take this down." And so they did. It's not there anymore. We don't know who told them to take it down, but it's not there anymore. This entire story about Dr. Angela, and we don't know what's going to happen. But also, like. 50 does this because he likes attention. This is great promotion for both, both 50 and the med spa, you know? It is. It works for both. I'm at the Perfection Med Spa, bayharborperfectionmedspa.com, and I want to see what services they provide that he could have gotten. And I just feel like there's enough here where it's not that confusing. Like, they do penile fillers, but also they do brow lift, facelift, hair restoration, body contouring, laser feature, laser uh, feet treatments, Botox, fillers, threads. Like, there's a lot. The other thing is, like, I get his anger. It's sort of like, it's making me think of Cameo when you, like, can book a Cameo, but you have to pay extra if you want them to pimp one of your businesses. You know, like, so I understand his frustrations if they're using him for that. And the what he is saying here, now that I'm looking at it, what he's saying here is that he just stopped by and thought she was a fan, you know? Yeah. He may have not gotten any procedures done. I suspect that he didn't get right. anything done and maybe came for a consultation and they took the photo and now they're using it as though he got procedures done. Maybe it has almost nothing to do with the penis. But that's what you get for taking a photo in a, you got to be careful where you take the in photo. A or a pizza shop, you know, or a, you're, that photo goes on the wall. Yeah, but you, you take a photo in the pizza shop knowing that your photo is going to go on a wall. You don't necessarily take a photo here. But where's the line between taking a photo in a pizza shop and having the photo go on the wall and taking a photo for social media and having that photo being used to market? That's the thing. That's an extreme example, but I'll tell you what the line is there. At the pizza shop, the wall is covered. It's wallpapered in photos of celebrities. So you know it stands to reason. If you're a celebrity and you go in there and get a photo taken, it's going on that wall. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like photos being photos that you take as a celebrity being used for marketing, both of those photos are being used for marketing. So which which form is okay? Is the social media one not okay? But the because sometimes you can pay because you have to pay for social media marketing sometimes with celebrities or the pizza shop photo and the live or whatever. Is that okay? Like, that's what I'm just saying. It, it it's really part of the same thing. So if you're okay, if you're okay with a photo of you being taken and put on the pizza shop wall, you kind of have to be okay with the with the social media version of that. Do you regret taking your beef with Randall to social media? No, I got me paid right away. Paid right away. You What's your friendships? <laughs> what is your friendship status with them with Randall and Lala currently? I, I don't. You know, I don't have a problem with them. Have you spoken to them since? No. I've... Will you be attending their wedding? No, I won't be there. <laughs> Are you a fan of Vanderpump Rules? The show is interesting, very interesting to me. Like, since then, I watched because I've had to go yeah. find things that his girlfriend said, like, while I was in the middle of... Right, you know, right. Split, and it was ill. Like, she was, like, telling the whole truth. Like, yeah. I was like, she why would truth. you tell the truth? So we were talking about New York Fashion Week earlier when it came to Aoki Lee Simmons. And... Here's the thing. New York Fashion Week isn't the only Fashion Week. London Fashion Week is also happening. There were some complications with London Fashion Week. They had to not have as many parties as they wanted to because the Queen died. And so everything sort of went 
came to a halt. But certain events kept How happening. is London Fashion Week still happening with Dead Queen? I don't you know? know. I don't know. And I feels thought there were very, rules. feels very much like we should have pushed this, you know, or maybe this year is not the year. Well, some people got in trouble for doing stuff during the Queen's, like, I don't know, the days of mourning for the Queen. Because one fashionista named Lucy Tamam doesn't do mornings after refusing to cancel London Fashion Week show as a mark of respect for the Queen. So it sort of feels like people could have canceled stuff. They could have not canceled stuff. A lot of people did. A lot of people didn't. To be very you know? clear, I don't think anything should be canceled for the death of the Queen. But people are paying respect. People are doing that. So they're not going to come to your event. I'm saying you're, it's not going to be successful because mm-hmm. whether or not you believe stuff should be canceled or not, like people aren't going to go, you know? Yes. So I don't really want to wade into the waters of all of these like British people we may not know everything about, but I would love to read all of these headlines. Do you want to go back and forth? Because there's some fun, not nepotism people, but there are some fun relatives. So in this, this is list. people who did show up to London Fashion Week, yes. despite and, um, kind of the hiccup of the Queen. Yes, and I think all but one of these headlines are from the Daily Mail. The other one is from youdiscovermusic.com. Um, okay, should I start? I think you'll tell which one it is. Yeah, you start. Stylish Pixie Geldof is turned away from Molly Goddard's show during London Fashion Week for being late, but quickly brushes off the awkward encounter. Brawless Abby Quinnen shows off her ample cleavage in plunging brown blazer at Paul Costello show during London Fashion Week. Princess Diana's nieces, Lady Eliza <laughs> and Amelia Spencer, don racy mini dresses at London Fashion Week ahead of the Queen's funeral. Oh, so they did ahead both. Of the Queen's funeral. Jordan Dunn flashes her toned pins in a thigh slit red dress as she hops from one show to another during London Fashion Week. Dua Lipa's sister, Rena, cuts a chic <laughs> figure in a pink cord with a yellow patchwork prints at the Knowles, N-K-N-W-L-S, Knowles, show no. during London Fashion Week. Also, I have to read one of the lines from this. Rena was soon joined by Romeo Beckham's ex-girlfriend, Mia Reagan, Amazing. who flashed her bronze mindriff in a brown-knitted crop cardigan. Not, not Romeo Beckham's ex-girlfriend, Mia, Mia Reagan. Reagan. Okay, Noel Gallagher's daughter, Anais, 22, looks effortlessly effortlessly chic in a colorful striped mini dress as she attends the J.W. Anderson show during LFW. Dan Levy catches the eye (laughs) in olive green SS daily trench coat with bold white bird print at designer show during London Fashion Week. I always realized he's Canadian. This Canadian connection. Which Dan Levy? The Dan Levy? Cassandra... I think the Canadian Dan Levy. I think Schitt's Creek Dan. Yeah, it's the Schitt's Creek Dan- Canadian wow, Dan Levy. Okay. Because Sandra right. O oh was also at the Queen's funeral because she's like a member of some like order. I feel like it's some sort of Canadian Dame equivalent. That's why she was invited to the. He funeral. attended the fashion show. He didn't necessarily go to the Queen's thing. I guess that's true. I'm just trying to find like I'm just finding these weird Canadian connections. The uh-huh. Canadian connection uh-huh. falls out the window because next up we have Emily Ratajkowski shows her sensational figure in a sheer maroon gown as she struts her stuff on the catwalk at the Nancy Dojaka LFW show. Wow. Yeah. Did you know that Adam Lambert performed Queens Who Wants to Live Forever at London Fashion Week? I saw that, but you missed that Bridgerton star Nicola Coughlin is the epitome of chic in a plunging black dress at the Christopher Kane show during London Fashion Week. Well, I'm so sorry, but I did not miss that fashionista Lucy Tamam doesn't do mornings after refusing. Oh, she doesn't do mornings. Get it? Mornings. She doesn't do mornings. It's a good pun. Mornings good like M O U R. After refusing mm-hmm. to cancel London Fashion Week show as a mark of respect for the Queen. But what she said that was funny, they were like, wow, you're so rude for doing this. And she released a statement that said, I will not be dictated to by a hierarchy yeah. that prioritizes the feelings of a few. And she was like, I will be doing my fashion show. Incredible. Cool. Cool. Good. 
Speaking of England, Lindsay, what's going on with Molly Way and Tommy Fury? I mean, people are people are mourning the Queen, but I'm celebrating the number one British couple, uh, <laughs> Molly May Haig and Tommy Fury, because they went to Switzerland. Wait, not Charles and, and the Camilla. son got the exclusive. I don't see them giving the exclusive about their vacation to Switzerland to the son. It's true. I didn't see anything about Camilla and Prince Charles's. Or, oh my God, King Charles's. King Charles's. King Charles's. <laughs> King Charles's trip to Switzerland. I'm, I'm sorry, we're disrespecting them left and right, but you're mad that like you're going to get the king and prince thing wrong? No, I'm just like very, I'm not used to the idea of there being a King Charles and that King Charles not being a Spaniel. You know, like it's very weird to me. There's nothing that funny about Molly May Haig and Tommy Fury doing anything except for the fact that the exclusive is that they went to Switzerland and what they did was go to the Lindt chocolate factory and like to the club, you know? I hope there was enough flavor in the chocolate for her. We know that she hates boring desserts. Oh my God, you're so right. She doesn't like gelato mm. from Italy. Boring. All right, let's move on. We have a big breakup that happened last week. Oh my, this is this was actually this happened during our live show on Spotify. Tune in mm-hmm. uh, Wednesdays four to five p.m. Uh, listen, EST. This split was actually TV related. We mentioned it briefly because yeah. her now soon to be ex-husband Tyler Staniland is an agent a real estate agent on selling the OC and a fifth generation real estate agent if you watch the show you're like how is this relationship going to last because the entire show is kind of about how one of the agents wants to hook up with him and how close all the agents are and how like you know his wife doesn't want to be on the show not that that matters I don't blame anyone for not wanting to be on that show but like there's tension Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and then literally what when did selling the oc premiere a week ago two weeks ago two weeks uh, ago. two weeks ago it was while i was on vacation yeah two weeks like 16 days ago 17 days ago <laughs> it only took 16 or 17 days of this show being on air on like streaming mm-hmm. for them to announce their divorce well and it and we talk about this all the time they must have been broken up or separated for a while this announcement didn't come like the day after they broke up. You know? I don't know, man. I <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like this is a thing that they are playing up for the sake of the thing. And Britney Snow, because even Britney Snow, you watched Selling the OC. She wanted no part in this show. But I don't think Britney Snow would would get involved with doing any sort of sh- Selling the OC show promotion. Like this is that's not her agenda. If anything, she's trying to separate herself. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Now she can't be if if she if she had announced it before, it would have seemed like it was press to drum up publicity for the show. And I maybe what I'm saying is that Brittany was like, I don't want to be interp I don't want my actions to be interpreted as press for your stupid fucking show. I'm gonna wait until after it's premiered to make the announcement. You know, right. I like, mean it's still press either way, babe. I don't think that she right because in the it's still press but i feel like to me my interpretation of this is my read of it is that britney has all the power in this and she was like i will not be tying this to the premiere i will not be giving you any promo in advance of the premiere what about you know we we maybe see you know i know like a lot of people's spouses and like significant others like do you think your wife would ever be part of this show going forward i know this season obviously we, we don't see her yeah i don't i don't know i mean we we try and keep our professional lives separate. So that's where we stand now. Um, and that's probably where we would stand, but who knows? If you do watch, then you see how kind of not, how in the wrong he, how like messy he is and how messy this whole thing is and how she is like, 
if you were her, you would also be like, get me out of here. It does the same thing as as Chris Shell and what's his name, Justin Hartley. I can't you believe we're, we have a second, a second show where the spouse, the less famous spouse goes on Selling Sunset and their more famous spouse files for divorce. And wants nothing to do with the show. And because wants none, if you remember from Selling Sunset. Show embarrassing. Yeah. Selling Sunset, Chris Shell was like, my husband, my husband, my husband, my husband. Right. And they referred to him as Chriselle's husband, Chriselle's husband. And then they always showed like a call out photo of Justin Hartley. He was never really <laughs> featured on the show. This happened here where it's like, well, my wife is an actor. My wife, my wife, my wife. And Brittany's not on the show. Brittany doesn't want to be involved. They always mention his wife, his wife, his wife. But she doesn't come on. Like, she clearly I mean, thinks this is dumb. I think the key is not going in with a more famous spouse. It's leaving with a more famous spouse, like uh, Heather Ray, you know? Yeah, she did it right. Like, you have to go on the show to get married to somebody more famous than you, not come on the show with a more famous spouse, because that more famous spouse sees you as the less famous spouse and is not going to be thrilled when you become, like, kind of reality show famous. Exactly. It's uncomfortable. It's not It's not what they signed up for. It's a different vibe. I mean, it is interesting that we have both sides where we have a woman and a man who both had this happen to them because it's not like in his situation there was like kind of some flirting things. And hers, there wasn't like she was involved with anyone at the, at the agency until after, you know? Mm-hmm. It's true. And now he's getting the TMZ treatment, which is selling the OC Tyler Staniland out with Alex Hall, day of Britney Snow split. And they that. have this photo... Of them at some sort of uh, sushi, some restaurant. sort of sushi restaurant, and it's taken from far away. And Alex is like gesturing towards someone else, and he's leaning behind her. And if you look at it really quickly, just glance at it. It looks like he's like kissing her shoulder. But if you stare at it for five seconds, it looks like he's like, "Oh, I dropped my phone," and he's reaching behind right, her for he something like that's on the floor. He's reaching for his wallet to like pay or something. Like it doesn't look like they're canoodling, you know. And also then you read the description and you realize that they were out to drinks or dinner with other people like who work with Yes. Them. You brought up the Tyler situation, which you are thrown into because Jarvis and Rose suggest you are into Tyler as well. I have no interest in Tyler whatsoever. I adore him. I think he is the sweetest thing. And the, the difference there between what I had done and what Kayla had done, which was not try to kiss Tyler. She tried to have sex with him on multiple occasions and made him very uncomfortable. And he had asked her to stop multiple times. She didn't, she continued. And with our situation, to me, there's just no comparison. Tyler and I have a relationship, like we're friends. Kayla and Tyler are not friends. They're colleagues and castmates. So it's just a very different, I mean, anyone who gets it, gets it. And if you don't, I don't even know if me trying to explain it will get it. Tyler can also be seen sniffing Alex. That doesn't look like sniffing to me. It looks like, oops, my keys. Oh no, the menu. I mean, this is all, this is all on top of like the show itself. If you have watched it, which unfortunately we both have, there is a closeness between these agents that feels a little bit like could be threatening to the wives and actually is threatening to the wives on the show because some of the wives are like, I'm threatened, you know? <laughs> some of the wives right? are like, I hate my husband's female coworkers so much. Because literally you go down to all these articles being written and one of them is selling the OC. Tyler Stanaland reveals how wife Brittany Snow reacted after Kayla Cardona attempted to kiss him, which is a plot line in the show. That whole plot line is so stupid. Like they have a party and then the next day they're at work and Tyler's like, Kayla tried to kiss me last night. And Polly's like, that is so inappropriate. That's so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. It's so unprofessional. And so, like, we don't I mean, even know that it happened. Like, it just screams to me. That entire plot point 
scream to me as manufactured. Well, she it's did like, feel bad. She did admit to it proof. and feel bad. Selling the OC star Alex Hall would flirt with married Tyler Stanilan again. I don't really have regrets because I would do it again. The Rally Star 32 <laughs> tells Page Six exclusively, That's referencing a scene on the Netflix show in which she and Stanilan 33 cuddle in a group on the beach. Hall adds, I don't regret that. And anything I did that I have done on the show that people see, I don't regret, it, regret any of it. However, <laughs> Hall notes that there have been there have been apologies that have taken place. Wait, what? Apologies? Wait, what? I just... Apologies by you? By who? By him and I think her. I just don't think that... And selling... Yeah. If you thought selling Sunset was fake, selling the OC takes it to another level. At least, yeah. like, selling Tampa <laughs> involved actual... The reason I like selling Tampa is it involves, like, actual sort of, like, business drama. The drama is about how people feel about this particular company. It's less about how they feel about each other, which is, like, an interesting dynamic. Selling the OC is dumber than you thought tv could be like dumber That's than great. you thought possible you know like it's great it's it's so it's so brain dead um anyway that's why i think that like i honestly sort of suspect that they've been split for a long time this, so this people thing that came out a few days ago britney never wanted tyler on the show but he was adamant a source says he wanted to make a name for himself on his own terms a source says him being on the show and having their lives turned into a storyline broke them adding they had issues before but this is the final straw they're fully over all the girls in the show are obsessed with him he's been trying to be respectful but it's taken a toll on their marriage 100 okay so you're this agrees with you that's saying they had issues before but like nor normal kind of marriage tension but being on a reality show and it, like that breaks you if you have any yes. little like crack that breaks you right if you have a household i mean, you don't even have to be married just a household where one of you is on a reality show willingly and the other yeah. one is not that's a recipe for disaster it's that's, a recipe for disaster 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 Lindsay, are kanye west and candace swainpool dating or not it's sponsored content for their for his glasses line, and I'm so sick. We shouldn't even. <laughs> Why be are people falling about for this? this anymore? But we just need to say stop calling. Because Page Six dating. wrote Kanye West and Candace Candace Swampool are dating. Like two bylines on this Page Six headline that's essentially a lie. Exclusive details, and then and then in the article it says our insider says it's mostly a PR stunt. So Mostly. why is your headline that they're dating? I mean, whatever. You know better and you're doing it on purpose. It's fine. And she also did spawn for skims. Like, there's no, I mean, there's real, there's no, come on. Lindsay, are Elizabeth Chambers and Ricardas Kazinek dating? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. Moving on. Army Hammer's ex-wife, Elizabeth Chambers, confirmed to be dating wellness specialist Ricardas Kazinek. Elizabeth Chambers, in case you forgot, which I wouldn't blame you, is the ex-wife estranged wife of Army Hammer. Army Hammer recently, I haven't watched the documentary yet on Discovery Plus, my favorite channel, but apparently there's been this like very uh, earth-shattering Army Hammer docuseries that goes into like how disgusting his entire family is, not just him, but all the men in his family. Um, and I think Elizabeth Chambers is wisely distinct, distancing herself well, from him like, right now. she has been for some time, right? I mean, she has but been. But in a weird way, new. because the rumor was also that she was not distancing herself from his family. So she, like, remember she moved to Grand Cayman during the yeah, pandemic, that, even after their his, breakup? Okay, but his family is, like, it's her, they have kids together. Like, that's her whole, the, she, I don't know. Her, I mean, I think, father -in -law, like. her father-in-law, former father-in-law is also apparently a dirtbag, you know? Like, 
It seems I mean, like she's starting know. to move farther and farther away from. But this she still Hammer lives family. in the Grand Caymans full time, so I don't know what that even means. And I'll be, and her boyfriend works at one of the spas, like at the Grand Caymans, you know, like mm-hmm. where they live. He is a physio and wellness therapist originally from Lithuania who works in the Cayman Islands. He's particularly proficient in assisting people to further their knowledge about the muscular skeletal system and overcome pain and injuries. She needs it. She needs to go for campaign. Well, they injuries, took okay? it. They took that right from his bio from the website bookings.palmheightsathletics.com slash events slash Ricardus Kazanek. Mm-hmm. And either you or Timmy notice this. He's fully offline. There is no social footprint for this guy. Which either is exactly he's using a needs. different name or something, but he otherwise yeah. is fully offline. Like this guy only exists on this website promoting his services, which include assisting people to further their knowledge about the muscos- the musculoskeletal system and overcoming pain and injuries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. I would date a guy who knows about uh, body relaxation therapy. techniques. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. <sighs> we can skip Lenny Klum. I just like there's so many headlines about her. I just don't Read I don't them. care. Why yeah, so just Lenny Jared Klum is obsessed with Lenny Klum, the daughter of Heidi, Heidi Klum. Klum's daughter and Seal's daughter, right? And she's newly yes. And she's newly 18, 19. I think she's 19 now, but now that she's an adult, I think that like and doesn't she now just Jared can write about her and not like break a sweat. They're obsessed with height with her because she looks like Heidi and she's like modeling. Yes. So boring. She's Kaya Gerbering. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. She's dating this guy. They've been dating for a long time. And he's like not famous. He's a, I think he's literally still in high school and he's a hockey player. Anyway, it's like Lenny Klum and boyfriend, Eris Rachevsky, who is this guy, step out for dinner date in NYC. Heidi Klum's daughter, Lenny Klum, spotted in matching outfits with boyfriend, Eris Rachevsky. They're both in white t-shirts, by the way. That's the match. Heidi Mm. Klum says that she calls her daughter Lenny every two hours now that she's in NYC for college. Watch. Lenny Klum supports dad seal at Harder They Fall premiere and also brings boyfriend Iris Rachevsky to the event. She got it from her mama. Lenny Klum, 18, showcases her off-duty model style in low-rise pants while stepping out with her boyfriend at NYC. Like, they love this girly. And she's honestly not that interesting. She hasn't really done anything yet. You know, like, she's not out here, like, giving us, like, Pottery Barn teen spawn. Like, a I'm sorry. You know? She's from the Reese Witherspoon family, house of family, which is you don't need to do anything. You just need to look like a famous person, your parents. Did you see Reese post the photo of, like, her and Ava and her mom. So it was three generations of like Reese's. <laughs> generations of Reese's. Pieces of Reese's heart. The mom seems kind of like leave her out of this. Like she's not the 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 Reese the Witherspoon dynasty begins with Reese. You know. My broken brain was like Reese's mom kind of looks like Ryan Phillippe too. I was like I was like oh interesting. <laughs> I was like fully losing it looking at these photos. It's not true. That's not true. More interestingly, the Imagine Dragons guy broke up with his wife for a second time. They, I mean, I think maybe she broke up with him, but they dig- they're, they split once and now they're splitting again. And when you think the coverage on Lenny Klum is a lot, the coverage on this is like insane. Every single, this guy must be famous. I, I know Imagine well, he's Dragons He's the main is a Imagine thing. Dragons guy. Remember when I was vaguely like trying to get into the... Um, the idea no. of Imagine Dragons because there was no. that documentary about them on like HBO or Netflix that made them I look just quite think their inspirational. Name is funny because it's like yeah. oh ima- like Imagine Dragons and it's like okay I'm <laughs> Imagine you know what I mean? <laughs> it's you're right. It's very like the um, magnets. How do they work? Yeah, it's it's right. that. It's like you think this is crazy. Imagine Dragons and you're like oh <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm imagining. It's very like HBO spawn, HBO vibes. Imagine dragons. <laughs> Imagine that's their dragons. new. That's their new tagline. 
Okay, so Imagine Dragons guy has a name. His name is Dan Reynolds. He's the front man of Imagine Dragons. If you can picture a single person in Imagine Dragons, you're picturing this person. He's probably blurry in your mind's eye, but like still, that's the guy. He's been together with Asia Valkman for a long time. They got married in 2011. They have a kid together. And uh, multiple, I think three kids together. And then in 2018, they were like, we're breaking up. And then they got back together right after that. And we're like, you know, we're going to make this work. We're going to make this work. Now it's fully done. Yeah. I think it's like actually fully done. There's nothing they tried for four that years. interesting about this being the second time that they broke up uh, aside from. No, there's really nothing that interesting. I listened to I listened to that podcast. Um, song Exploder. And one of the songs was him doing a song about he, he wrote about the second breakup of him and his or the first breakup of him and his wife and how they got back together. Mm-hmm. And when I saw this headline, I was like, oh, I remember hearing that that episode. And the song is the fo- follow you. This is a true galaxy brain, like galaxy, galaxy, galaxy. We're talking you need the J- James Webb telescope to, to envision the galaxy that this is uh, reflecting here, right? It's so galaxy brained, you need the James Webb telescope to like experience it vividly. What if the reason <sighs> this is being written about ad nauseum at this point, everyone is writing about the Imagine Dragons lead singer and Age of Volkman separating. Everyone. It's everywhere. Yeah. Internationally, yeah. too. What if okay. the reason why is they are playing off of House of the Dragon SEO? What if they know that dragons are hot right now? Dragons are getting us some clicks. Dragons are popping up in the algo. Bobby. Bobby. What if they know the algo is serving us dragons and they were like, you know what? The algo is going to serve these dragons as well. <laughs> I don't think that that's, I think that that's crazy, but that's I think crazy. that it's maybe a little bit rational. I no, think it's, it's mostly not, crazy. It's not rational, it's a little bit rational at all. There's nothing rational about that. Why is right this there. being written about everywhere? This is no longer a house of dragons. Dan <laughs> Reynolds and his wife broke up again. Imagine I'm dragons. I'm telling you. More like forget them. I think I that this is why. I think that this is right. <gasps> okay. So, okay. Do you know there are rumors that he's dating Julianne Huff? But isn't I she know, dating Ben that. Barnes? I don't think. I think that she and I think that she and Ben Barnes are just besties you know i also don't think maybe they're starting they're a dating. podcast together he's a he's a former mormon she's kind of a current mormon still, a former so mormon doesn't make yeah. yeah you know what i mean but there's a dimois kind of Fomos. not only is the front man of a squeaky clean mega pop rock band getting a divorce he's already rebounded with the blonder half of a famous sibling dancing duo i mean that's like truly the most specific it gets about julianne huff who else is one half of a famous sibling dancing duo maybe they bonded over being raised in the same religious cult in mormonism that's quoting dimois he only falls 153 people, and she's one of them. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora? up to who is this woman rita ora posts photos having fun and declares herself to rio in farewell wait declares herself to rio in farewell she declares herself to rio in farewell because her caption is it's because it's it's she says she says like 
to Rio with love or like to Rio yeah, with bye. She says to Rio with bye. It says <laughs> Rio, all the memories, the fits, the vibes. I'm here for all of it. So she's like, I'm she confused because you said she Rio. was in Portugal, but she's not. She was in Brazil. So she was in Brazil. Was she in both? I don't think so. I think we just met. I think we kind of got mixed up. I don't think Rock and Rio was in Brazil, was in Portugal. I think it was in Brazil. Okay. So she was actually in Brazil when she sang Run, Run It Up That Hill and writhed around on the floor. Rita Ora shows off washboard abs in a green and white checked bikini and matching bandana as she poses on her balcony. Like, there's no reason she would be in Rio de Janeiro if she was in also in... Also in Lisbon. Yeah. Rita Ora flashes her underwear and a colorful sheer dress for a Costa Brazil performance before slipping into tiny hot pants to take a helicopter ride. Mm-hmm. Hot right now, bikini-clad Rita Ora displays her slender physique as she frolics in the surf during Brazilian Beach Day ahead of Rock and Reel Breast Festival. Okay, we talked about her iconic performance of Running Up That Hill, but... People have been talking about Rita Ora's Running Up That Hill cover so much that someone at the standard wrote an op-ed titled please rita ora and everyone else stop covering running up that hill before it's too late it was like we've reached peak running up that that. hill we have and not all these covers are bad but all of them are too much and they need to stop and the original one is so good it doesn't matter it's so it is really wild how often i just hear it in public these days like anywhere that plays the radio top 40 overhead Dwayne Reed I heard in the grocery store yesterday I heard at the coffee shop a few days before that like it's playing everywhere no it's like literally song of the summer I think everyone's in denial that it's the song of the summer but it's kind of the song of the summer so my favorite Rita story of the week is stars they're just like us she was recently featured in stars they're just like us and the thing that makes her just like us is you know it's like they do groceries they wash their car they whatever hers is they love hot sauce (laughs) <laughs> Rita Ora dabbed sriracha on her lunch in London on August 28th. So it's an old photo that they used this week. I but will say is. out of all the photos of her doing stuff, I kind of love this. This one is really kind of giving personality. This one's kind of giving reality. Mm-hmm. It's, it's giving, giving real. real. It's giving real. Put her on the cover of Cheez-Its. Put this picture on the cover <laughs> of Cheez-Its. This is the realness. Okay. I think that's a great segue to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday call-in show, Who's There? Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentaries. We just did an Age of Adeline commentary that published <laughs> that apparently was fun. I heard people it was People liked great. it. The, 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 the people are saying that it was iconic and good. Yeah, we do newsletters sometimes. Um... What else? All sorts of things. Also, if you just want the audio, you can just get that on the Apple Podcasts app. Subscribe to our VIP content through that app. That also works. Buy my debut novel, The Old Place, out now wherever you get books, which is really cool. What else? Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. See ya. Everyone has enough credits to make it to the end of a Daily Mail article. We all have enough descriptors. We all have enough identifiers. There are so many versions of you. There are infinite versions of you. 